This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. And I believe with all of my heart that it is a contributing factor to our juvenile delinquency of today. I 100% believe it. Why I believe that is because I know how it feels when you sing it. I know the, the, the lost position that you get into in the beat. I'm Oliver Gray, and this is A Sonic Youth. Join me as I explore the greatest indie rock with classic tracks, new releases, and my own Desert Island selection. Welcome to episode 44 of A Sonic Youth. This week we're looking at the second part of the Jason Molina story. For those of you listening that didn't catch last week's episode, Jason Molina is a hugely underrated Americana rock musician. In that previous episode, we explored Molina's work under the band name Songs of Hire. This week, we're going to be looking at his later work under the name Magnolia Electric Co. Let's start the show with a great track from Magnolia Electric Co.'s 2006 record Fading Trails. This is Lonesome Valley. Yeah. 
You're listening to a Sonic Youth, and that was Magnolia Electric Co. with Lonesome Valley. On last week's show, I ended on the final Songs of Higher record, which is named Magnolia Electric Co. We pick up the story as Molina is touring on this record in 2003. During this tour, he announced that the band would be renamed to Magnolia Electric Co. The use of this name for an album, and then a band, coincides with the 2004 solo release, Pyramid Electric Co. Apparently the two records are meant to be released as a double album, but due to the contrasting sounds of the two records, this didn't happen. Pyramid Electric Co. is among Molina's most stripped back, moody and sombre work, whereas Magnolia Electric Co., the album, contains a majority of Molina's more upbeat electric guitar based tracks. However, I do think these two contrasting records will still make for a great double album. It will have been a great showing of Molina's varied musical talents. Molina's first release with his recently renamed band was the 2005 live album Trials and Errors, which was followed by the studio album What Comes After the Blues and the EP Hard to Love a Man, all in the same year. This EP is where you'll find the great cover of Warren Zevon's Werewolves of London. I played that on the show in episode 42. Let's hear a track from this live album. Dark Don't Hide It is the opening track on the record, as well as on the studio album, where it's named The Dark Don't Hide It. The song is the definitive song from this band, with by far the most streams. The album version is great, but has nothing on the extended live version, which has a lot more character, and I think sounds a lot better. It has a heavily Neil Young-influenced guitar sound, and is one of the greatest examples of Molina's songwriting and vocal ability. This is Magnolia Electric Co. with Dark Don't Hide It. <laughs> Yeah. 
Kevin needed some place to throw all the shit. Human hearts and pain should never be separate. They wouldn't tear themselves apart. Both trying. I'm Oliver Gray, this is a Sonic Youth, and that was Magnolia Electric Goat, with Dark Don't Hide It. Following the three releases in 2005, two records were released the following year. Magnolia Electric Goat's Fading Trails, and solo effort Let Me Go, Let Me Go, Let Me Go. It's around the time these records were recorded that Jason Molina's issues with alcohol are said to have begun. His next full record was Magnolia Electric Goat's Josephine, which had more of a country sound. This is far from my favourite of his records although I must point out the great track Whip Poor Will. This was followed by Molina and Johnson in 2009, which was a collaboration between himself and American indie rocker Will Johnson. The European tour for this album was cancelled just three days before it was due to begin, as Molina struggled with his health. Months later, the US leg of the tour was also cancelled, and Molina largely withdrew from public life. One of the greatest expressions of Molina's struggle with his mental health and the way he wrote about it is the title track of his 2006 solo record, let me go, let me go, let me go. The song is truly haunting. There's a quiet sound of a chair creaking in the background, and the way the guitar noise stabs at you sends shivers down my spine. This is Jason Molina with the truly epic track, Let Me Go, Let Me Go, Let Me Go. Oh, 
wait behind Wait behind Wait behind Shadows still with us The tides are with us Silence As long as there's no forgiveness Wake Places of the dead and I have to believe Everything she said As long as there's no Wake behind Still close to your ears You can still hear Grave still close to the water Moon still walking Head still in the sun.
This is a Sonic Youth, and that was Jason Molina with his track Let Me Go, Let Me Go, Let Me Go. Following his withdrawal from public life, Molina spent almost two years in and out of rehab facilities and hospitals. On a 2011 update posted on his record company's website by his family, fans learnt Jason was working on a farm in Virginia and was looking forward to making music again. Fans received hope again several months later when a post titled A Note From Jason was posted to Molina's band's website. A few lines from this note shows Molina's hope. Quote, Treatment is good, getting to deal with a lot of things that even the music didn't want to. I have not given up because you, my friends, have not given up on me. The note concludes with the promise of a few projects on the distant radar screen. Sadly, Molina's condition did not improve, and he passed away almost a year after the note was passed, on the 16th of March 2013, due to alcohol-induced organ failure. Like many of the world's greatest songwriters, Molina's personal struggles were deeply entwined with his music. This led to his writing of some of the world's most poetic and moving music, but it sadly came from Molina's poor well-being. Following Molina's death, a number of other artists expressed their respect for him and the sadness from his passing. This led to a brilliant tribute concert and a number of covers, adding to the already large portfolio of covers from the musicians he inspired. There were also a number of posthumous releases, highlights being Towns Van Zandt covers and rarities from the Lioness recording sessions. Our next track is yet another example of Molina's brilliant songwriting, The Night Shift Lullaby. The song features Jenny Benford on vocals, and I think the song perfectly suits her country voice. Molina's hometown had two steel mills and a Ford assembly plant, which often run a full three shifts. Molina likely grew up around these factories and those who worked in them. The song tells the struggle of late night factory work, but also far transcends that theme. This is Magnolia Electrico with the night shift lullaby.
That was Magnolia Electrico featuring Jenny Benford with the Night Shift Lullaby. And that's all we have time for this week. Next week we're looking at Australian indie rock star Courtney Barnett's work from her 2014 debut up to her 2018 record. Thanks for listening to A Sonic Youth. For more episodes, visit freefm.org.nz or search A Sonic Youth on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio and on the accessmedia.nz app. Also, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at A Sonic Youth Podcast. This Free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.